Hi everyone, and welcome to Health Quest 2.0. My name's Jacob. And my name's Kayla. And, and we, are we are your co-hosts, co-hosts taking, taking you on a Health, health quest. quest. Join us as we inspire, educate, and share health information for you to elevate your health, live purposeful, heal, and reach your full potential. We will teach you how to maximize the foods that nourish you on and off your plate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of HealthQuest 2.0. Today's topic is a little outside the realm of our normal health and wellness topics, but I think it's still pretty important when thinking holistically about our health and happiness. So we're going to be talking about financial health, and more specifically, setting financial goals, leaning into an abundance mindset, and taking care of your money. And so I also want to note that me and Kayla are definitely by no means financial experts in any sense. Uh, We're just sharing our experiences and some helpful information that we've learned on our own journeys. And so with that being said, let's just jump right in. So I also want to start by acknowledging that we all have different views on money. You know, you might think someone with too much of it is like a snob, or you might think the desire to have lots of money is shallow, or maybe you think money doesn't even matter. It can't make you happy anyways. No matter what you think, um, I just want to present the idea that money isn't inherently good or bad, uh, but it's just a value transaction and more importantly, a flow of energy. It's something that always wants to be moving around and treated with respect. Because if you don't give it a proper home or use it well, your money probably won't be with you for long. So we'll get into taking care of your money soon. But first, Kayla, do you want to share some of your initial thoughts and insights on finances and financial health? Yeah, so I love how you kind of say that by no means we're not financial experts. Uh, Jacob asked me to do this podcast a couple weeks ago. And when we started preparing for it, I was kind of learning as I was going to. And I think Um, both Jacob and I can agree that this is something we're still like really working on and trying to develop in our own life. And as far as like financial health goal um, goes, like we're really trying to make this be a solid piece in our life because we know that our financial state can really affect our health. So I agree with what um, Jacob said, like everyone has their own view on money. And oftentimes it is like a touchy subject and money is um, usually comes with some kind of negative thoughts or it comes with negative words. So I think everyone also has their own money story. And I also believe that we take on our parents' money story. Um, So I think that we need to do inner work to kind of clear that energy or those stories so that we can develop our own money story. I worked with a spiritual life coach a few summers ago. And one of the things I kind of dove into a little bit and learned was about money and how money works and just different views. I think growing up as a teenager and in your early 20s, you do take on money stories of, like I said, your parents or the world. And I kind of took on my dad's money story um, for a long time. And I'm just starting to work on building my own. I remember someone said to me, they said, I stopped asking for money and I started asking for abundance. And that really stuck with, um, like, 
that really stayed with me because money is abundance and money is energy and we we live in an abundant universe and if you always focus on the lack of money you have which most people do then that's what you will receive if you focus on abundance then that's what you, what you will receive you have to be open to receive and i think if you find something that you love doing and you find work that you just love then your energy will be a magnet to this abundance and you'll just naturally attract money because you're loving what you're doing. You're showing the universe that you're open to receive and you're just in a really high vibe vibration. Yeah, I think that's a really powerful mindset shift that you just mentioned there that if you want to attract all this money and you want to like make more money, you got to stop wanting it and stop asking for it pretty much. I mean, that might seem silly, but that's really the magic of it. Because if you think about it this way, if you're like asking for more money, that means you're currently feeling like lack, that you don't have enough, that you're not happy with what you currently have. Um, and as we know, what we feel and believe internally is what becomes true of our external reality. So if you're feeling that lack and not being enough, you're going to experience a lack of money and not having enough money in your external reality in real life. And so you first have to change that, that story that Kayla was talking about, that internal reality, if you want to change not just your financial situation, but your whole life. Um, and that includes your health and your relationships and everything across the board. You really just have to start actively creating, specifically for finances, you want to be creating and living in this mindset of abundance, of gratitude, of appreciation, of having enough and having everything that you need. And that's probably one of the biggest shifts that I would recommend if you wanna start working on your financial health. And so to supplement that, I would take a listen to our podcast on meditation, uh, which will be the previous podcast episode where you can combine your intention to improve your financial situation with the elevated emotions that you'd feel when you achieved that goal or when you receive more money. And there's more on that in the previous podcast episode. Um, and so what would it really feel like inside internally when your finances are exactly how you want them? You'd probably feel a lot of love or freedom and abundance, gratitude, all these really good, strong high vibrational emotions. And so you can use these emotions in that state to attract that reality to you. And so sitting in those emotions every single day, and if you're doing these meditations too, it'll become your default setting eventually. And you'll be pretty amazed at how your financial situation can actually change just by doing this internal work. And that's part one of the puzzle, um, setting your mindset right and getting that internal story on track. It's like uh, I had a mentor talking to me the other day on the phone um, where I was telling him all these things I was doing, but I had never <clears throat> actually set a plan for myself. And so he was telling me, it's like you're providing all this rich, fertile soil for everything that you want, but you need to make time to make a plan and actually take the action then because you've got everything you've got that soil there now it's time to plant um and so getting your mindset right is step one step two is taking that action um and setting those clear financial goals and setting a vision for yourself whatever works for you if it's a vision board or a mood board writing it down on paper drawing it out having something in physical form that clearly lays out your goals is really important so for me 
personally, I need to write things down on paper and just see it all organized for it to make sense. Um, and that works for me, but something else might work different for those who are listening. And if you're stuck on what to kind of write on this paper or put on this vision board, just think about all the details. Think about the exact amount of money that you want to have or that you want to make per year. Think about the lifestyle you want to live when you have that money. What will you be doing? Who will you be with? Where will you live? What car will you drive? What kind of meals will you be eating? Just think about what you'll be able to do that you can't currently do or think about how you'll be feeling having that money. So the clearer the picture in your head and on paper, the more real it's going to become. And so once you have that clear vision, just make a plan. What do you need to do? What needs to happen to make that your reality? So again, just write it down, break it down into tiny actionable steps and set some deadlines to make progress and just take one little step forward each day. And that's how you're going to move towards those goals. Yeah, that's some really great stuff you just shared with everyone. And I'm going to touch a little bit on that stuff as well. And like I said, for someone who is in their early 20s, financial health and money management is still something that I'm working on developing and learning more about. But like I said, I did work with a spiritual life coach a few summers back. And some things that I worked on with her was really realizing that we are abundant beings and trying to be in that abundance energy and that abundance mindset and acting like you already have the money that you're working for is going to be really powerful on your financial health journey or money management journey, whatever you want to call it. And I also got to kind of go over my values with this life coach that I worked with. And one of my values is that money isn't everything to me. And I understand that money will always come and go because it's energy So money is not always the goal for me. And with the work I do, I want to attract that money by being in that high vibration and being passionate and purposeful in the work that I'm doing. And I also have values about what I buy. So I am someone who does not like enjoy wasting money on material things. And I really focus my energy on spending money on things like things that I need. So gas money, or paying a car bill, stuff like that. But I also focus on spending money on my health because I think that that you can never put a price on your health. So paying to go get a massage or go get a chiropractic adjustment or pay for some supplements, something like that is really important to me. And lastly, I also enjoy paying for experiences and growth. So For instance, I just booked a trip with two of my friends for the summer. That was like a $500 trip um, up in the mountains. It's going to be like yoga and paddleboarding. And I don't mind spending money on that stuff because you can't put a price on experiences. So that's super important. And those are the three things that I really try to invest my money in. And so just going off that, a tip I would suggest for people is to sit down and write out what you're spending, how much you're spending on this stuff monthly, and what you actually want to be spending on. And then you'll actually become aware of what your values are towards money and what you're, like, what you're spending. And then you're going to realize if you're spending too much or if you're not making enough to balance out that energy. And 
you're going to realize like, is that fancy purse you're buying really worth it? Maybe it is for you. I don't know. But it's very important that you become aware of what you're spending and what your income is. For instance, um, I can give you some examples of what I'm doing right now. So when I get paid, uh, I basically put some money away into a savings and I don't touch that money. So right now I'm working two jobs for, I'm working for a food service at my college and I'm working as a student researcher. And when I get paid, like I said, I put half of that money or a third of that money, depending on what I get paid that week. And I put some away in a savings. And that ensures me that I, I have some management and some boundaries with my money. And I also think it's important to do something valuable with your money. This is what my, one of my professors said last semester and it kind of dawned on me I was like wow that's actually really great advice and he said it's not important how much money you have it's really important what you do with that money and so what I mean by giving back is donating to charities and non-profit foundations something that promotes your values in the world so whether that's a health organization anything like that is just putting good out into the world and supporting these organizations. So just remember that money has to come and go. And the more you give, the more you receive because it is an energy exchange. Yeah, that's great advice uh, for spending and taking care of your money, Kayla. Um, and you're absolutely right. Just giving your money to those causes that you really value and giving, giving, giving the best way to receive. Uh, so I'll go ahead and add kind of what I do as well that has really worked for me in terms of uh, not necessarily budgeting, but just taking care of my money. Um, and so as we've mentioned a handful of times throughout this episode already, money is energy and it's always flowing in and out of your life. And if you want more of it to stay, you really need to provide a good home for it. And that home is generally your bank account or like investment accounts. Um, my mentor actually shared with me his kind of method of organizing um, bank accounts into buckets to keep that money flow going and have an organized and clear home for your money. Um, so I'll kind of explain how that works real quick. So whenever I receive any payments or money, it first goes into a clearance account. And so what that means is that it's an account that at the end of each month, I take that balance all the way down to zero. Um, so from that clearance account, I put 50% into my expenses like rent, um, it could be car payments for people, utilities, food. 50% of that clearance account goes into the expenses account. Then 15% goes towards, for me, it's car savings because I'm trying to buy a car soon. 15% goes into my personal account for things that I want to spend money on. 10% goes into my investment account and 10% goes into my savings account. And so rather than just having like one bank account with all my money, which is what I had for a long number of years, now I can physically see my money flowing into all these different accounts um, and how they're going to be used. And doing this has made my life 10 times easier and has made me just so much more confident with my finances. And so I definitely recommend you all to do something similar and just have all these different buckets. For me, at my bank, I actually had to create different bank accounts. So I have like six or seven bank accounts right now um, for all these different purposes, which they don't cost anything. It's And there's no interest fees on them. 
as long as you have like a balance of $5. So um, it's really easy to maintain and just keep it all organized. So that's probably my number one tip with keeping that flow of money going. And this is just really cool because you can see all the money just as it's being transferred into the accounts. Um, so besides organizing your bank accounts like that, I'd also agree 100% with Kayla when you said to be conscious of what you're spending your money on. I mean, do you really need a lot of the things that you're buying or did you just get your paycheck and feel called to spend money on something that you don't really need at this time? Um, it's I'm definitely not saying never treat yourself because <laughs> it's always a great time to treat yourself and take care of yourself. But um, I think for a lot of us, especially like at these younger ages, um, when we receive money, it's kind of our default state to say, OK, I just made all this money. Let me go spend it on these things I've, I wanted. Um, and we just get that money and just send it away really quickly. Um, and I think at our age, if you're listening around like 18 to 25 or just as a young adult, um, I think the best one of the best things you can be doing with your money right now is just investing saving and making your money work for you or like Kayla said investing in yourself and doing um, spending it on experiences that are priceless so those are my top two tips for taking care of your money and lastly I just want to say and make clear that money and wealth or a lack of it isn't the end of the world it's meant to continue to just flow in and out of your life True wealth is what you have when all of your money is gone. It's about your relationships, your knowledge, your experiences. And yeah, so just always remember that and you'll be good to go. Those are some great tips, Jacob. I love how you just ended that with lack of wealth isn't the end of the world because one of the mindsets that I have is that when money isn't so like when I don't have a lot of abundance in my bank account, I always just remember that that money will be coming to me in some form in some in some way. And so that's important to know that if maybe you don't have as much as as much of abundance that you <laughs> maybe if you don't have a lot of abundance right now, then know that that will be coming to you in one source in one way or another. So just remember that. So thanks for mentioning that, Jacob. Yeah. And um, before we close, I just want to mention one more thing that like you just kind of hinted at, like money comes in different ways. Like you might not, it's just a value. It might not come in, in money form. Um, it could come in some experience, like your friends invite you out somewhere and you have this amazing experience. Um, and people can pay you in different forms other than money. They can pay you in value. They can pay you in giving you their time and attention. Um, and so wealth goes way beyond money. Um, and like I said, just remember that and remember that it's not all about money. It's about all these other things that make you a happy and healthy human being um, that are really important. Beautiful. Yes. So in closing, I hope this helped and changed your ideas, thoughts, and perspectives on money. And I encourage you to create your own money story and take charge of your financial health. As always, thank you guys for listening. Share this with a friend and make sure to tag us on Instagram at HealthQuest 2.0. If you could also leave a review on the platform that you're listening to, it would mean the world to us. We appreciate your continued support and tune in next time for another health hack episode. This has been your host, Jacob and Kayla.